We have Islam Mohamed, graffiti artist, member of Black Ink. He is actually the designer of the Urban Bowl Sky Pitch here at The View at The Palm in Dubai. Welcome to Podball, the highest podcast in the world. We are on the top of Dubai, in The Palm, in The View. And uh, we have two special guests today to be with me and to present the whole concept. So let me introduce them. The first one, we have Tam Khan. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Sean. Thank you for having me in this beautiful location for Podball. Look at it, the view, 53 floors in the air. I've got a bit of a fright from the sight of this huge building, but at the same time, I feel safe on a nice sofa. We've got an urban ball, we've got a great guest, Islam. Yeah. Islam, the artist behind this beautiful pitch behind. Islam, welcome to the show, Podball. Thank you so much for having me today with you. I'm so excited that I'm sitting with you here. Islam, um, do you know the patterns you put on the pitch? Could you do something to my head? I've got no hair, maybe yeah, I can like it, a yeah. pretend spray we tattoo. Can, we can paint whenever you want. Nice. I heard in Dubai we lost a lot of hair, you know, that's happened to me, it's starting to happen to me. At least you've got braids, bro. Look at me, I think uh, Kojak 2022. <laughs> so Sean, tell us, tell the viewers, what have we got behind us? I mean, yes, we're on a great platform, The View on the Palm. Thanks to them for letting us host this great podcast, but what is behind us? Tell me, what are these lights? What's this goal? What's this pitch about? So, you know, everywhere in the world, we have the World Cup going on. We have football playing everywhere. But me, my specialty is street football. And everywhere I travel, I always see like super cool street football pitch. And I thought one day I will create my own World Cup in the top of somewhere with the craziest street football pitch ever. So we come up with this idea, the Urban Bowl fight pitch. Well, I think the Qataris are going to be unhappy because you might be taking the spotlight away from the main World Cup. This is one of the craziest views I've ever seen. And I've traveled the world. I've been to many events in sport. But I mean, what if you miss the goal? What happens then? No, nah, don't worry about that. You know, I mastered the ball, so it's OK. I will not miss the goal. We see it earlier. Okay, I think I got okay. you. It's 1-1, actually. Guys, there'll be some bloopers later on to see. I defeated Sean in his own game, but you guys be the judge of that when you see the footage. Okay, they, they will decide, they will decide. But actually, I didn't do everything by myself. We have a full team behind that. And we have also an artist who did the full design. Hi, Islam. Hi. Islam, yeah. are you the man behind this beautiful design? I mean, you've got a team. What's your team uh, called? It's a Black Ink team. Black we're Ink. We're like about like from, we're three artists. We are three artists who did the, all this pitch in just two days. Wow. And what do you, is this your, like, what do you do normally? You have projects like this before. Yeah, What's are, the craziest project you've ever had? This is the, the insane project that we got. Actually, I met you last time, you know, in, in the, the, in the world, convention. You yeah, were the like, uh, yes. Yeah, you know, we they were there. painting and I said to my partner, Tolly, listen, you know, I doing football, but I like to mix with other art. Like, let's do football with music, but also football with like graffiti uh, and graffiti stuff. And, and I saw this guy say, oh, can we come up with a cool idea on the pitch? Yeah, totally, no problem. And yeah, for sure, it. like your work's great. You know why? Because Palm Jumeirah, where we are in the view, is a five-star facility. It's, yeah. it's kind of the, the Dubai bling, as you call yeah. it. And uh, you've made it look urban, but yeah. without losing its touch, which is very hard to do. So that shows your art craft is very good. And I mean, how long did it take you to do this? Just like two days. Two days, just two, two days. days. Just, yeah, just two, two days. days eh? Okay, just two days. Yeah, See how... Because we was excited to do it, actually. See how humble they are and Podball, come on Sean, I mean, you've got Islam here, you've got the great designers. What is Podball? I mean, to anyone who doesn't know football, what's the difference between this or normal games? When I see a lot of signs and things saying it's fight or it's urban or it's kind of aggressive. What is it to the people who don't really know? Okay, so we're going to have two main programs. The, the first one is Podball, 
this is the podcast side where we're gonna host 18 guests during this month. You know, that's the first episode. And, uh, and the goal for me is to showcase also the story behind the moves. Because all the time you see the crazy video, like playing against Neymar, playing against so many players, but you yeah. don't know like where those moves come from and what is their inspiration. And not only about me, I want the world to, to, to learn some stories, you know, about football players, about artists, about fighters, you know. And I think we all have a lot of things in common, especially passion. So that's the goal of Podball. Then we have the Urban Ball fight. This is why the pitch is behind us. The Urban Ball fight is a new format one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and I like the storytelling on one-on-one. You cannot hide yourself behind your team. Of you course. have to play yourself against someone. And I feel, you know, who is the biggest Instagram account? Cristiano? Yes, it's not Manchester United. But oh. how long history uh, Cristiano has compared to Manchester? Of course. 20 years to 100 years. But why people, they like to follow individuals. So my goal is like, when I go to favelas or when I travel the world, I see always people playing in the streets. But they don't have the highlight. They don't have the shine. Nobody takes care about them. So I thought if I set up a cool concept where I can spot the best talent and give them highlight, that's what I want to do. So we build this pitch and we want to spot the best talent in the world, bring them to Dubai and have some one-on-one -on -one fights. I think I'm not even a football player, but I mean, for me, this would be a dream. Just having a five-second one-on-one with you earlier when I got embarrassed, the feeling's amazing. I mean, if you look in the background, there's a sunset going on now. You've got the Dubai Eye there. We've got the Burj Al Arab behind. We've got the Atlantis there. I mean. You couldn't have picked a better location thanks to EX Sports. And I mean, which kind of guess? I mean, Islam, can you play football? I know you can draw well, but how I, do you fancy your chances one-on-one -on -one with Sean, maybe? Bro, actually, I don't play football. I just watch football. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... So, so who will win the World Cup? I think I'm with Saudi Arabia. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Who do you think I hope Saudi Arabia win. For me, look, who I think who I want is England because I'm born there. And I just like to see them when they won the last one in 1966. That's all they talk about. I think it's time. It's a very mixed group of mixed demographics. It's good. It shows the multicultural side of UK. I'd like to see them win, but I think I have a feeling Spain are the favourites, in my opinion. Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about, I wonder who you want to win or who you think is going to win. Oh, I want, I want France to win yeah. because I think it's going to be the first team back to back, right? Who win the World Cup. So that's going to be. I think actually. Brazil? Uruguay, the first two World Cups of Uruguay. Yeah, but 1930, you yeah. don't... But still, I'm right, you know, I'm the fighter and the footballer yeah. got it wrong, but... Uh, no, I'm not the footballer, <laughs> I'm a street footballer, bro. I'm a street footballer, I only fall in the street. But I mean, I hope France will win. But from everything I see, I think Spain was the strongest in the first game. Yeah. But after the second game, I think France will come up more and more. You know? Yeah, that's the, that's the beauty of football, because sometimes you start strong. England won 6-2 against Iran, then the second game, it was a very dull... 0-0 against the uh, USA. So, like you said, I think the best teams are the ones who can take their level to the next step when it goes to the knockout rounds because that's when the pressure's on. That's when the teams are warmed up. They've got used to the climate. They've got used to the timings. Some of the kickoffs are 10 p.m. So maybe some of the players are just acclimatizing now. So I think you're right. I think the best teams will shine then. I mean, look at Germany. They were nearly out yesterday. But you know, who knows, they could still qualify. Exactly, everything can happen uh, before the end of the game. I have a question for you guys, like, because potball is also a way to give some, some keys, you know, to the audience and give them some tips how to, to be more successful. You are a background of fighter, you are a background of artist. Artists, yeah. Like, how you guys come up to be, like, for example, a fighter and, like, what's allowed you to perform in this industry, for example? Well, when you have a face like mine, you can't be anything else but a fighter. Like. Unfortunately, or Shrek's uh, stunt double, I'm joking, but uh, <laughs> I'm not. But uh, yeah, so as a kid, I used to grow up watching Mike Tyson, 
WWE, it used to be called WWF, Hulk Hogan. So we used to think this was real. Throwing my sister, because she was the closest to me in age, slamming elbows. Then Mike Tyson and watching this, and I just fell in love with this. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. So as a kid, you know, you play with He-Man, you watch the cartoons, you want to be the alpha male, get muscles. So I tend to like these things. And then I just once came across UFC. I fell in love with the sport. The rest was history. I started learning jujitsu, wrestling, and... Uh, yeah, I just, it was a passion of mine, like yourself. It's not, it wasn't to make money or for a job. I just enjoyed it. And for me, it's an old slogan, love what you do and do what you love. So it's, it's brought me to sitting with you on this crazy roof. So it must have worked in some way, you know? So it's, it's really similar. And uh, if you have to pick two football players to play the one-on-one, -on -one, who's going to be? Of all time or currently? Whatever you want. If you have to, to set up the most successful game, to inspire the youth to play one-on-one, -on -one. exactly like when you see Tyson against yeah. anyone, that's what inspires you. Yeah, for me, Maradona and Zidane. Ooh, that's For me, good... the greatest player ever is Maradona, close, very closely followed by Zidane. I think Maradona because of his uh, character, but those two, for me, would be epic. Yeah, that's actually a it great game. It would be game. epic, yeah. That's like Ali Tyson. Yeah, that's true, that's true. And who will win? Uh, I think In Mar this format, huh? I think Maradona, in this format. Zidane, all-round, he was, his, his style was to sit back and be a captain and delegate the game. But Maradona, the tricks he was doing, I saw interviews and people talking about what he used to do. I think he was ahead of his time. I think so. I think so as well. Who do you pick if you have to make one one on one here with two would, best players? I would pick Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. Ah, yeah. the and I think one. Messi will win. You Messi will win? Yeah, I think. What do you think? In this format, that's, you're kind of right. In this format, maybe Messi. Yeah. I think because like you, this is a different game. There's some players who are long ball passers, some yeah. like Steven Gerrard, strong tacklers, but this is all about tricks, hustling, Pearson. movement, and sen lower sense of yeah. gravity from what I've exactly. seen. And Messi and Maradona are built like that, tricksters, you know? I will disappoint you guys, but I think this Cristiano will destroy Messi. Really? <laughs> yes. I'm with you, man. Yes. No way. Yes. Why? Because uh, I think Cristiano has a background of a skiller. Yeah. And also, uh, he don't, he, he, let's say he's more uh, built to play three minutes in the row because this is so physical. It's five rounds of three minutes. So Messi is, is used to, to you know, walk on the pitch. Yeah. He needs some time to, re to, to you know, recuperate. And after, you know, I think Ronaldo don't need that. I think Ronaldo will be more... The machine. Yes, he's a machine. A powerful man. Yeah, I, I'd love to Ronaldo to win, but I just think he seems like he's a powerhouse where Messi does all these little tricks and things, but... What do I know, yeah, you know? See. People I'm, will tell us in the comments. Yeah, you know, who will win, Messi or Ronaldo? That's the biggest question I got in football. Like when I go somewhere, all the time I heard like, oh, Messi or Ronaldo, not uh, who will win the World Cup. Most of the time is who's your favorite player, Messi or Ronaldo. That's why I came up also with this one-on-one -on -one, because I thought it would be so cool to create that, you know, that game. You know, everybody I mean, wants to watch. Do you ever think, do you think this is their last World Cup for Messi Ronaldo? Yeah, do you think sure. this is the last time we see them on the big stage? On the big stage in the football yet, I think. But that means we've got one more stage for them, no? Yes, we're calling you Hot guys. Ball. We're calling you guys, yeah. come on. Yeah, and so how did you come up to, to be like an artist? What, what inspired you and how you, you become better, actually? Like when, when I grew up, I was looking like... My brother, he was an, uh, like an artist, but he's just doing uh, sketches on the books and uh, all these things, you know. And I said, like, I want to I, I do something like him. Uh, maybe I want to do something better than him. And then when I teach myself, I, I was inspired by hip-hop culture. 
I'm listening to music, hip hop music. And I said like, I have to try something new here in Dubai maybe. And I said like, let's let's try like doing graffiti with a spray paint and all this. What did you, when did you start? And you know, in Dubai, it's not really allowed. I think those things back then, no. Back in my house. Okay, in your yeah, house, in, my in house. the wall. Yeah, so what your parents said? <laughs> they, they was agree with me. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, you have good parents. Me, I want to see your house now, bro. Yeah. It must be insane. It's like a gallery. <laughs> so there was, uh, they, they supported me. Like they said, do what, whatever you love. And from that point, I became like, I can tell about myself. I became a professional graffiti artist. That's a really good point. You yeah. know what? What I, I think is, his parents support him. But sometimes yeah. your parents doesn't support him. Yeah. you. You know when you want to do like stuff. What What's happened to you? Do your parents was agree like you become yeah. a fighter or like? My parents, of course, not to be professional, but they said do your studies, go to college, do this, and once you do this, you decide what you want to do. So they were supportive in that way. Yeah. I think parents in general, you need to give the kids the basics. Obviously, if they just play football and this, only one percent make it to that big stage, as you know. Same as fighting, the same as art. So yeah. I think the best thing for parents is to be supportive, but not overly supportive and not underly. So don't pressure them, even if they play. Oh, you lost, you're not so good. Enjoy, let them enjoy and whatever they feel uh, attracted to or what they feel natural, they'll, they'll do themselves anyway. Yeah, exactly. Life's like that. One day you might put them in school to be medical, become a doctor. His last year, he may, might be a great basketball player or a YouTuber. Who knows? The world's changed. It's all social media, you know? Yeah. In our days, it was playing football in the park. Now everyone's on a computer. Yeah, that's a big change. Actually, for me, my parents didn't understand anything about freestyle. Like, the first time they see me performing on the street, they, my, 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 my father, they still, they still tell me, when you're going to start a real job. Yeah. <laughs> they still tell me that every single day. Like, uh, when you start something real. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all the time. But, you know, um, I think like with time now, with social media, we, we say a lot of things about social media. But I think now social media also open eyes to maybe parents because they see also the kids can have different opportunities. Before was having a normal job, eight to five, for example, you know, uh, being a doctor, lawyer, yeah. you know. But now we have more story about entrepreneur, about story about like successful people in different uh, Aria, we have, uh, you, for example, you say about YouTuber. If if your kid tell you like I want to be a YouTuber, do you allow him? As long as it's not OnlyFans, yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> as long one. as it's normal YouTube, computer games or something. Look for me, as you know, when you're a father, you look at your fa our parents how strict they were. I'm soft. They say I want this baba and I give it to them. So I'm not even a strict. Parent, you are not a strict parent. I, you not. used to throw your sister, and now yeah, you're like because with I have daughters, kids. and for me, they have me wrapped around their little fingers, and they know they want the toy, they want this, and my wife complains because I think they're going to be obese by the time they're ten because yeah. I give sweets, ice cream. So I'm soft like that, but at the end of the day, I think support them whatever they want to do, but also you have to guide them and say, look, try this, try that. You're one in a million to what you've achieved, so it's not easy like yourself. Yeah. It takes time and hard work. So if you choose one path. Put 100% into this because you cannot do 50%, 50% this. That's the what people, I'm doing now. Yeah. yeah, the successful people put all their work into it, work hard for those first yeah. years, then the rest of the time you can enjoy the benefits, you know? By the way, I'm only 22 years old. Ooh. Yeah. And how did you educate yourself to be better in your heart? I've challenged myself. Like, I've, I've looked on the YouTube, like, people painting on the big murals, on the buildings. Like, I said, I can do it, like, not, it's not that hard for me. On that way, I, I became like teaching myself every day, 
Practicing every day? Practicing. Practicing. Yeah. How many times did you practice to master your art? Like how, how long it takes you to become like good? Maybe when I started graffiti, like from 2016, I think, when, I, when, when it was my first start on the wall. From that time to, until this time, like seven years maybe. Seven years. Yeah. And you, how long it takes you to master the art of combat sports? I think uh, my first day in school, I was in that area, was kind of racist. So I, ha I was thrown into the wolf pack. So I had to learn then. They tried to uh, attack me from school. My mother grabbed me, put me in a gym, said, become a man now. No crying. Don't be soft. And your, your mother? My mother, yeah. Wow. She is like, yeah, the boss. Never be scared. Never cry. Go back. If they, don't bully anyone. If they hit you, hit them back. So she threw me in a gym and the rest do, is history. Do you remember that day? I remember my first day, yeah, I, now, you know, even years after that, when I, I grew quite quick and I became quite strong, I was thinking, let me catch this guy. But then <laughs> I maybe see him once and it would have been silly. And I just laughed, you know, because this is part of growing up, you know, in a, this is the world that is. I was maybe a bit of a bad bully in my time. Everyone's had bad times and good times, but you should never regret anything, which makes you where you are and the choices you make. I've had ups and downs like yourself, you can say. Sometimes you think, is it worth the risk? Is it going to pay off? Am I drawing all this? Maybe something yeah. never comes. But now look, you're in something part of history with uh, Sean today. Look at this pitch, this, the view on a podcast. And uh, I think always just be positive, ups and downs yeah. and keep going. And I think you can't, whatever's de destined for you is destined. Especially at the beginning of uh, any project, you know, it's super hard to know if you're going to be successful or not. And it's, as you said before, the passion drives you. Yeah. Like if you have the passions inside you, you convince 100%, you're going to achieve something. You don't know what, you're going to know when yeah, and yeah. where, but you have but to keep going. Do it, yeah. And yeah, that, that's not, also yeah. the, the, this project actually. It's not even work, is it? This is not, for you, this is work, but it's not. You're enjoying it, you're doing what you love, you're around good people, you're talking about something you like. So you're reaping the benefits of what you do. So for you, I won't even call it work. I'd say yeah, exactly. you're doing what you love is a That's passion. That's why my wife told me all the time, why you say you work all the time? I mean, you don't work, you, like, you enjoy <laughs> yourself. No, it's work. So we have this debate all the time. Yeah, no, it's work. But I mean, when it's so enjoyable and you know you've achieved and it's a passion, you, for you guys, it's, it's not work. You enjoy Like I go to my gym, I sit with members, I talk to them, I mingle, I see what's going on. And for me, it's just socializing. Spend I spend hours on it like, and in, you don't feel the time. You just do it, like maybe yeah. 10 hours, 20 hours, whatever the time, but you do it, you're, you're enjoying. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. And also you build yourself, I feel. You build your character, you build your personality, uh. and it's an important part. You know, back then when I was playing football, I was so shy. So when the coach shouted at me, I was like, mm, you know, I'm not confident to do it again, to dribble again or to do something like that. Okay, so next ball, I pass the ball. But you know, now I build this character, Sian with the bread, you know, a bit fancy and everything. So it's allowed me to express more. And I feel like it's coming with the time, trying like when you are against your wall, you build your character. When you're in front of the, yeah, the bag, yeah, you yeah. build your character. For me, it was being with the ball in the middle of nowhere. Now it's not nowhere, but it was like that yeah, before. And building your character. And I think it's important, you know, to, for the youth, like to think, oh, you, you need time to build yourself, to build your character, be passionate. And something will happen at one, one moment. Yeah, that's... And it shows your true self when you have a passion, like you said, your character. It, this is a true reflection of your real character. Maybe in sometimes you sit in front of 600 people in a meeting talking about finance, you'll be shy, me and myself. But when you put you with a ball in front of millions, 
then it lets out your charisma. And that's, you can't teach that. It might not be your mic, you might be loud, you might be quiet, but that is your character, that's your thing. So you could be zoned out. Some Nas, some Jay-Z, hip-hop, and shh, yeah. for 10 hours. And we'll be like, what's he doing? But that's your zone. That's yeah, your yeah. character. So everyone has their own styles. And that's what's great about this world in Dubai. How many cultures mix, how many different professions. The view, look at this, mashallah. Like, the sun set the moon. Like, it's honestly a blessing. So for me, this is like a dream come true, you know, just to be sitting here. Uh, do you know what we do with the pitch, how we give, give it back? No, but... If you don't, if you if you just throw it away, I'll be very upset, guys. No, you know we don't do that. Actually, you are invited to sign the pitch. You already do it because this yeah. is your own pitch, right? <laughs> But we're all gonna sign it. Every single guest who will come here will play a bit the ball, sign it, and we're gonna send this pitch to Brazil in one of the favelas for the social project. Wow! That's so they'll cool. it'll be limitless and timeless. They'll always be playing on this. Yeah. Amazing. So that's what we do with the pitch, and that's how the project is uh, will will finish actually. I can't even concentrate on this podcast because the view is much like it's one of the best things I've ever seen, honestly. Like, I don't think anyone's going to comprehend how good this podcast view is. Joe Rogan, Impulsive, you name them, nothing compares to Podball on the view on the palm. Ah, I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, yeah, open yeah. challenge to find a better podcast location in the world. I don't think you will find one. Uh, you hear that, guys. Thank you so much to tuning and to coming to the podcast. I really my pleasure. appreciate it. I might just move here with my family. If someone get me a mattress and some duvets, <laughs> I think I've found my new house. Yeah, what about we, we put the screen and we watch the World Cup yeah, final let's here. do it. Let's do yes. it. Everybody who wants to come up, just come here at the Palm of the View and uh, we see the next episode. Uh, if you want to see another episode, just click on the face of Islam, Islam. or the face of uh, Tamkan right here, you know. This ugly face we cover. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll I see you, see you next time for the next episode. Brrrah!